Welcome in to Lockdown Blackhawks for Friday, May 22nd, 2020. It's a lovely Friday. It is my daughter's 10th birthday. Happy birthday, Addie. This episode of Lockdown Blackhawks is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get $10 off your first order. Use promo code LOCKDOWN for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Really good stuff. You can build your own box on BuiltBar.com. I think you'll enjoy it. So, some stuff to get to today. We've got a follow-up to the Akeem Alou story that happened a couple months ago. Akeem Alou wrote on a Players Tribune and a former Blackhawk chimed in with a little bit of controversy around it. We have a little bit more on the development of the 24-team uh, playoff scenario that the NHL is presenting that we discussed at length on yesterday's podcast and some news about the show as well. And that's where we're going to start. But first, I want to tell you how to get in touch with the podcast. The voicemail number 708-653-0572. The email is lockedonblackhawks at gmail.com. Twitter at LO underscore Blackhawks. My personal account at jzawoski670. And of course, the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast at Madhouse Pod. New episode of that dropped yesterday. All right, a little bit of show news to start the show. And this is something that I've been uh, sitting on for a while. It's something that I'm uh, not taking lightly, something that I've thought long and hard about. And uh, I regret to announce that next week will be the last week of my time on Lockdown Blackhawks. And um, this is going to be difficult to talk about. I'm going to do it my best. First of all, before anyone freaks out, everything is fine. There's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with the podcast network, anything like that. Starting on June, well, the first show of June, whatever day that might be, Looks like Monday would be, oh, June 1st is a Monday. That's very convenient. Jack Bushman will be the new host of Lockdown Blackhawks. I am a big fan of Jack Bushman's. I met him at Prospects Camp this year. The kid knows his hockey. I wanted to make sure a young, up-and-coming voice took over this podcast. Someone I know is going to do a great job at it. His Twitter name is at TalkinHockey, T-A-L-K-I-N. H-A-W-K-E-Y, and his personal account is Jack Bushman with the number two at the end. First and foremost, he's going to do a great job. He was the first person I thought of when I had to think of my replacement on this podcast. So starting June 1st, Jack will be the host. He's going to join me late next week as I sort of pass the torch of Lockdown Blackhawks to him. Very happy for him. Again, it was very important for me to find someone young who can really use this platform to amplify their name and get you know get some notoriety in the hockey world because he deserves it he's a really good young hockey mind he writes for sports mockery he has his talking hockey podcast so check him out he's going to be great I promise you you're going to like him give him a chance welcome him with open arms so why am I stepping away there's a couple reasons the grind of doing five podcasts a week on top of the Madhouse podcast, I'm top of the I'm Fat podcast, on top of a lot of other uh, responsibilities that I have outside of sports as a father, as a softball coach, as a board member in certain things, the time commitment was just too much. And I figured this would be a good time 
to step away rather than when a new season's beginning and we go back to the five game, five day a week routine to just sort of drop in the middle. This this lull, I think, is a good point to sort of do it. I've been thinking about this for a few months, and I'm 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 comfortable with my thought. The other thing is, I promised myself, and I promised my partner James Neveau from the Madhouse Podcast that the Madhouse Podcast would not suffer because of lockdown Blackhawks. However, because of the time commitment needed for lockdown Blackhawks. Uh, I do feel like I let it slip a little bit and I feel like I sort of neglected the Madhouse podcast. It's something I swore I would never do. The Madhouse podcast is something that James and I have grown on our own for five years. And for me to uh, not turn my back on it, but for me to not give it the attention it deserves isn't fair to me. It isn't fair to the listeners. It isn't fair mostly to James Naveau, who spends as much time on this as I do. So those are the two main reasons. Um, And look, the Madhouse podcast will happen more often. Definitely. Uh, Still probably once, maybe twice a week during the off season when there's no hockey being played. Uh, But when the regular season resumes, however that may be, you're going to be looking at three, four a week. I'm going to try to keep it as I had the lockdown podcast as best I can. The other challenge of this was, like I said, as a father, having to do this five nights a week was very difficult, very demanding. And not only was I neglecting my podcast, I was neglecting my wife. I was neglecting my family. And that's something I just could not possibly tolerate. So long story short, this is the last week for me on Lockdown Blackhawks. Jack Bushman, like I said, will take over on Monday, June 1st. If he chooses to do his first one on Monday, I'm sure he will. And you'll hear from him next week. I'm telling you guys, I know you're disappointed, and this is very difficult for me to do because as the pandemic's been going on, I've been getting so many emails thanking me for doing this and thanking me for keeping the Blackhawks talk going. And that's been hard. As I've been sort of, you know, weighing this decision, that made it really difficult. And I don't want people to think, and I don't want the listeners to think, that I'm going anywhere. I'm still going to be around. I'm still going to be easy to find. I'm still going to be doing podcasts very often. Um, but I just need a little more flexibility in my life and in my schedule. And stepping away from Lockdown Blackhawks does that. And t- truly, um, Jack, and we'll talk more about him next week, is a really, really bright kid. And he's got a really bright future in this business or whatever business he wants to be in. And just a 20-minute conversation with him at Prospects Camp in July of 2019 stuck with me. And as soon as I knew that I was going to step away, he was the first name I recommended. He was the only person Locked On talked to, and he was hired as the new Locked On Blackhawks host. So first off, I want to thank Sean Woodley and everybody at Locked On Podcast Network who helped me get started, who came to me in the first place uh, and gave me this opportunity. I had a lot of fun doing it. I do look forward to doing it. I do. I, I truly enjoy it. But I'm doing the right thing here for me and for my family and uh, hopefully for Jack as well. But I want to thank everybody for the kind words uh, that made it easier to do on those nights where it really felt like a grind. So thank you for sticking with me. Like I said, I'm not going anywhere. 
I'm going to be around. The Madhouse podcast will just get stronger and just happen more often. So I'll be around. I'll be here. Um, but until, you know, next week will be the final week of my shift on Lockdown Blackhawks, and we're going to rebuild. <laughs> Out with the old and with the new. Nobody wants a 42-year-old center. Let's bring in the kid. It's time to rebuild Lockdown Blackhawks. It's going to be great. I promise you you're going to like Jack. Please, please, please give him uh, an open mind and an open heart when he takes over. I think you're really going to like it. You're going to learn some stuff. He has a really strong understanding of the Blackhawks prospect system, which is something that I feel like is a bit of a weak spot of mine. Jack will fill that weakness in very, very well. So give him a warm welcome, and uh, we'll get right back to more hockey talk after I tell you about the best-tasting protein bar ever, Built Bar. That's right. 100% chocolate covers every bar. They're soft, they're easy to chew, and they are great for the health-conscious, locked-on listener. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a treat that tastes like a candy bar, but it's low-calorie, it's low-sugar, it's high-protein, it's high-fiber. Those are the four things you want in a snack, and oh yeah, it tastes just like a candy bar. I mentioned my daughter's birthday, 10 years old today. She loves the Built Bar as much as I do. Maybe maybe a little bit more, to be honest with you, because every time I turn around, there's another one gone. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. It's Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Jay Zawoski. Thanks for tuning in on this Friday. Again, my daughter's 10th birthday. Happy, happy birthday, Addie Zawoski. She doesn't know it yet because I'm recording this on Thursday, but we got her a pool. So as you're listening to this, I want you to envision me in my backyard building a pool, creating new swears that have never been sworn before, and wanting to literally drown myself in said pool once I finally get it set up. But hopefully my completely incompetent ass can get this pool built. I've got a friend coming over to help me. Thank God. I'm like, hey, um, what do I need to do this? He's like, well, um, you're going to want to get some tools and some leveling sand. I'm like, wait, what's leveling sand? He's like, oh, oh dear God. Uh, and started lifting off things. So ran to Home Depot today in the mask, all ready to go. So as you're listening to this podcast, chances are I'll be building a pool. So say say a prayer or send a nice thought my way because I'm going to freaking need it. That's for damn sure. All right. If you missed it uh, earlier this week, former Blackhawk Akeem Alou, who you remember from a couple months ago, was shining a light on the abuse he suffered at the hands of Bill Peters and Rockford and uh, throughout his career, uh, wrote for the Players' Tribune. And if you're not familiar with the Players' Tribune, you should be. It's really, really great. The Players' Tribune is where Robin Leonard wrote the story of his recovery while he was with uh, the Islanders a couple years ago. Got a lot of attention for that. So basically what Akeem Alou does in this in this story is highlights and tells the story of the things that he endured as a prospect in uh, Windsor, Ontario, playing for the Spitfires of the OHL. Uh, he names former NHL player Steve Downey as his main tormentor, which I thought was interesting. It takes a lot of nerve to flat out name a dude in a story, and he did it. So I'm not going to read you the whole thing. I want you to read the story. It's not really uh, 
uplifting, but it's something that's important to hear. But I'm just going to share this excerpt. This is from Akimalu. He says, you know what I think is amusing? The NHL's title for their annual diversity campaign, Hockey is for Everyone, makes me crack up because right now hockey is not for everyone. I learned that when I was 16. The guy who went on to play over 400 NHL games, talking about Steve Downey, came up to me a few days after I refused to take part in his horrific ritual, which was stripping naked in a bus, and tapped me on the shoulder during a practice. I turned, and he shoved his fiberglass stick through my mouth. I lost seven teeth in half a second, blood gushing down my chest into my pants, and that's what I knew. This game, it's not for me. It never has been. Ugh really really rough and there's a lot of stories like this throughout throughout the piece so go read that on the player's tribune if you want to follow akim alu on twitter his account is at dreamer alu a-l-i-u 78 and i know stories like this are uncomfortable and i know they're hard to consume for some people i know they're hard to read i know some people don't want to acknowledge that these things happen but I encourage you, and we talked a lot about this on the Madhouse podcast, so I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it, but I encourage you to read this with an open mind and really think about, Alu is the guy telling the story, but if you asked Dustin Bufflin, Jerome Ginla, Jamal Mayers, Ray Emery, Scott Gomez, players that don't look like your typical NHL player, if they have stories like this, I assure you, each and every one of them have those stories. And I bet the farther you go back in hockey's timeline, the worse the stories get. From Grant Fuhr and Dirk Graham and Willie O'Ree and Donald Brashear and Peter Worrell. And read this story from Akeem Alou and think about if you were a Hawks fan back when he was drafted. And what did you hear about him? Right. As you as the Hawks draft him, you sort of keep up with prospects. You kind of think like, okay, uh, seems like a good prospect. You know, who knows? Maybe he'll pan out. He looks the part. He was their second round pick in 2007. So you think a second round pick is going to get some time in the league. And all you heard was, yeah, you know, he's got a lot of talent, but not a great attitude. Yeah, he's got kind of kind of have a bad attitude. Well, those that reputation comes from not participating in the naked ritual hazing or in standing up for yourself when a teammate's being a racist or a jerk to you. When you're the victim of these abuses and you stand up for yourself, when you're someone like Akimalu, you're the one who gets blackballed. You're the one who's called a problem and a cancer. Think about that. And now think about all the kids like him who have been through the same thing that just quit, just didn't want to do it anymore. I want to remind everybody about NHL prospect Keandre Miller. There was an online Q&A a few months ago. Someone hijacked the Zoom call he was on and called him the N-word over and over and over again in the chat. A 20-year-old kid, Akimalu references this in his Players' Tribune story too. It's not just racism either. It's misogyny. It's homophobia. Look, Andrew Shaw apologized for it, but 
homophobic slur in the penalty box as a Blackhawk. Right? Things need to change in all sports, in all society. But I think hockey is further behind than the other sports simply because it's not a place where a lot of non-white athletes play. So teammates aren't as familiar. They don't have the experience playing with people of different cultures. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know how the NHL can solve the problem. But I would start listening to people like Akeem Liu and a community leader like Jamal Mayers and people like that who will have input on how to fix this and how to change it for the better. And it's a shame that Akeem Liu is probably about to go through a whole bunch more abuse because of speaking up again and writing this story. In the Players' Tribune article, as you scroll down, there is a panel that says, Warning, Sensitive Material, Click to View. If you click that image, there's pictures from his social media direct messages with some of the most horrific, disgusting insults you've ever seen in your life. This is what Akeem Liu gets for standing up for himself as a black man in hockey. It's Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for tuning in. A little bit more on the Alou story. A little bit of the fallout from that came the same day. Robin Leonard, former Blackhawks goalie, now with the Golden Knights, tweeted out on May 19th. This is the day the story was published, okay? So Alou's story came out at 8.03 a.m. At 11.38 a.m. on the 19th, Robin Leonard tweeted this. In the worst time of my life, I blamed everyone else and always had an excuse for my problems. Wasn't until I took ownership of my mistakes and looked within, I transformed my life to what it is today. When I asked for forgiveness by God, I instantly let go of the hate for others, end quote. And a lot of people jumped on that and thought he was sort of subtweeting at Akeem Liu. And Leonard obviously immediately denied it. And I'm not saying that was about Alou or not, but it's not great timing. And again, I'm not taking a side on this. I don't know if the timing was intentional or not. It's, it could be unrelated. It could be totally related. I don't know. I'm not going to take a side here. But at best, it was something that was just tweeted out at a bad time. But Leonard denied that he meant it towards Alou. Today, actually on Thursday, because I'm saying today because I'm recording it today, 2 o'clock on Thursday, Leonard said, I read this powerful story last night, referring to Alou's Player Tribune piece. I'm sorry you had to go through this and applaud you for sharing. We must all do better and help bring change. Anything I can do, Akeem, to help, let me know. So, who knows what the situation was. Again, I'm not going to speculate one way or the other, but there was a little bit of controversy around that Robin Leonard tweet sent right after. And over the last couple of days, he's been defending himself on Twitter a little bit, and today reached out. I don't know, indirectly, directly to Akeem Alou on Twitter offering his assistance. So who knows what happened since then? Uh, who knows what the intention was? But good to see Robin Leonard Thursday reach out and offer some assistance to Akeem Alou. Okay, a couple other little news items. Uh, we talked about the 24-game playoff format yesterday on the podcast and how the Blackhawks, if this gets, uh, you know, if this gets approved by the players and by everyone... The Hawks would be the 12 seed and would face off against the Edmonton Oilers in the first round of the play-in. It would be a play-in ahead of the real playoffs. 
So there'll be a five-game series Hawks-Oilers, which would be a lot of fun, needless to say. Thursday, George Offman, who is a reporter at WBBM, used to work at the score with me for a long time, reported that Chicago has emerged as one of the possible hub cities to host the NHL's return of what could be a 2014 tournament to begin in late July. Only two cities are expected to host. The other is expected to be Vegas. Very strange that Chicago, which is currently the U.S. hotspot for COVID-19, would be considered to be a host city in what amounts to just over a month, or two months, I guess. I was thinking some of the lesser hit cities, right? The fact that it's that George is reporting that Chicago is a possibility is really, really surprising to me. I don't understand how that could be. I guess Vegas makes sense because of all the hotel space and all those things. That 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 makes sense to me. But is Chicago the host city for the Eastern Conference? That's kind of what it would have to be, right? I don't know. It's going to be very interesting, and hopefully we get some news this weekend that we can react to next week here on Lockdown Blackhawks um, about that. But very strange, very interesting. Uh, I know the Hawks would probably, if they feel like they could do it safely, push hard for it to happen. But that's news I did not expect to hear by any means. But according to one person, George Offman, Chicago is a possible host city for the NHL's return to action. Another little note from uh, two more notes from Thursday. The Blackhawks have made massive cuts in their salaries of their uh, employees. There's been some furloughs. There's been some pay cuts, all sorts of things. I reached out to some of the people I know well at the team, and I've not gotten a response yet. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, reeling and, and freaking out going on over there, but... Uh, Look, my job is to be a critic of the Blackhawks, but doing that for, what, 12 years, 13 years now, I've gotten to know a lot of the people over there. Good people are uh, just another example of people being affected by this pandemic. So hopefully uh, all you guys at the Blackhawks, you know who you are because I know you listen. Uh, (laughs) I hope everything's well. I hope things work out for you, and uh, I'm thinking about you during this time. And then some on-ice news. The Blackhawks parted ways with a pair of goaltenders on Thursday, Alexis Gravel and Wooder Peters. Peters, not a huge surprise. Didn't really seem like he was on the Hawks' fast track, but Gravel was really great last season. He was had a great year in the QMJHL, uh, leading his team to the finals. Not such a good year, I guess you'd say this year, slash whatever you want to call it, this current season. Not as good. He did have an injury where he had some glass in his foot. Um, but that a bit of a surprise. He's a guy that looked good in the Traverse City uh, Prospects Tournament that they have every year. And uh, looked good in some, you know, preseason games and things like that. A little bit surprising that they cut him. But if you look at the organizational depth, you've got uh, Colin Delia. You've got Kevin Lankinen. You've got Matt Tompkins. And uh, apparently no room for Alexis Gravel in the organization don't know what that means as far as Corey Crawford returning for whenever next season might be are they looking to draft a goalie that could be a thing and you know Yaroslav Askarov is the big name who many people are calling the next Carey Price 
He's the t- the top goalie prospect in this upcoming draft. I don't know if the Hawks are counting on him being there, but a lot of places have him ranked like, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, like somewhere in that area. So something to keep an eye on. I just think it's a little bit early to bail. I don't know. I guess it's not hard to replace Alexis Gravel if they really wanted to, and Sam Bowman has done a good job of finding goaltending throughout his tenure as Hawks GM. But just something to keep an eye on. I know some of the draft Knicks listening were probably screaming about that before I even brought it up. It's a possibility. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, still some news happening, even though hockey appears to be at least at the soonest coming back uh, at the end of of July. By the way, I want to mention something before I wrap up. Uh, A sponsor of the Madhouse podcast, Triple Threat Sports, they're producing masks and masks. They have converted their jersey stitching uh, equipment to start making masks for people, logos, no logos, whatever. Hit up Triple Threat Sports, 708-478-6090 if you're looking for a mask. They're located in Orland Park, Illinois. You can order anywhere from one to 10,000 masks, so hit them up. Uh, They will help you out. You can look up Christopher Hubble on Facebook or Triple Threat Sports. Give them a call, and they'll give you some information on how to get a mask. But if you need a mask, if you need a bunch of masks, they will hook you up. That's going to do it, though, for this edition of Lockdown Blackhawks. Thank you for listening. Thanks for sticking with it. Next show, Tuesday, is Talk Back Tuesday. Make sure you get those questions in. 708-653-0572 is the voicemail. Email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com, Twitter at LO underscore Blackhawks. We will talk to you on Tuesday. Make sure you get those questions in. I'm going to need them now that this podcast is over. Ask your smart speaker to listen to the latest episode of Locked On NHL. My name is Jay Zawoski. Thanks for listening to Locked On Blackhawks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.